Messy Mon- Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. So number 40 of Messy Mondays. Welcome back. Number four. You know I had a dream Messy about Mondays. it? About 40 yesterday that I was turning 40. Wow. Talk about hitting fast forward. <laughs> I, more of like, what does 40 look like? And then I told myself to stop thinking about that because I need to worry about the present. Were you having like a life moment that you had to reflect on your age? Sort of. Okay. That happens sometimes. We all go through that. It was a, yeah, like work was happening. That was happening. Like work was happening. And I think that makes you reflect on what everything looks like. And so like, yeah, yeah. I had to slow down. I mean, also, I think we should give each other a little bit of a break. Everybody should give themselves a break. Like 40 isn't what it used to be. In my opinion, and I'm not just saying that because I'm getting older. I just feel like it's not. Like, I I don't think that people in their 30s are, like, hanging it up and saying, you know what? Like, I need to, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it used to be. That's true. And then I think about, like, my parents who are, like, in their mid-50s and they're living it up. Right. So, you're right. 40 may not be what it used to be anymore. It's not. Um, Charlemagne the God is 40. And... (laughs) Look at that. He talks bad <laughs> shit. He talks about the music we talk about. You know what I'm saying? I that can still live the... this life at 40. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, but um, speaking of, of music, uh, that summertime playlist was fire. It was. And a lot of y'all hit us up like, yo, those are the jams. I even found like old reggae songs, started plugging some stuff in on my page. People were like, oh, I love this. So that was fun. That was fun to play around with. And I actually played yeah. my playlist in the car with some friends. So that That's was fun. awesome. Tell people again how they can actually add to the playlist and listen to the playlist. Let them know so they can get involved. So if you go to Spotify and you actually look up my name, it'll be under Marley, under Marley Mar. Um, you can continue adding to that playlist or look at the playlist and play with it. So it's an open playlist on Spotify. Apple Music, I'm still learning how to play with it and I'll let you guys know. On IG, once I get that up and running. Yeah, but everybody has Spotify nowadays. Even if you don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm an Apple girl. I'm oddly enough, I'm an Apple girl. (laughs) Me too, but I use Spotify. The only other music instrument that I use is Spotify, aside from Apple. I don't play my Spotify as often, oddly enough. And and people tell me that's how they learn new music is on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. So I need to get back on that route. Because I feel like I'm missing out. They're pretty good with that. They're pretty good with that. I would not lie. Now, when people go to your page and look up your name, is it labeled Messy Mondays, Marley? It's not, but I'm working on that. I'm going to fix that next month, too. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that call out. Yeah, we want to make sure that people can find it. You know what I'm saying? Just so that we can keep making this summertime playlist grow. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. For sure. And then I get into my feelings sometimes. If you guys see some random songs on there, just pass by them or something. <laughs> I don't know. Just move it along. No, but everybody, Definitely. everybody be getting in their feelings. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> everybody in your feelings about the most simplest things and be, realize that, you again, me thinking about being 40. I had to pull that back. That was me and my feelings in a moment. So I had yeah. to push that back for a bit. So, but shout out to the summer playlist. Shout out to the summer. It's 90 degrees in Seattle today. It's hot. Wow. wow. And there's no central AC. So it's hot. I couldn't even fathom that Seattle will get that hot. I didn't know that. I don't remember the last time it rained. To wow. Be 
Um, it's been a while since it's rained. I mean, it was gloomy the other day, but it has not rained in a while. So that whole, it's so gloomy and sad. It is, but not in the summertime, people. How interesting. You see the stereotypes? <laughs> the stereotypes of cities. Yeah. Well, there's that stereotype. Of, what's the stereotype of Miami? Um, that you have to speak Spanish to live here. <laughs> That's um, one stereotype. It technically, how true is that stereotype? <laughs> how true is it? Oh. Yeah, I mean, well, technically, that's kind of true. Uh, well, one thing I can say is that everybody thinks that, like, nobody works out here. Like, it's like you're just out here on vacation and, like, you're, like, chilling. No, people have real jobs and you can go to the beach every day. You know, it's like, it's a real work place to live. It is. It is. I mean, you have access to the beach easier, too. Yeah. So I think that's that feel. But that stereotype of Miami is half true. Yeah. It's like 50-50. <laughs> Let's be honest with ourselves. It's like going to... It's going. Like, it's like going to Dykeman. It's like, like going to Washington Heights. Going to Washington Heights. Yeah, you're right. Going to Washington Heights and not expecting that you need to know some sort of Spanish to walk through. You know what I mean? So, Marley, today's episode is super cool because, of course, we have an amazing guest. I love having guests. I love having guests who are like curators and unique and special. Um, and I love that we get to kind of share with the world our guests. Yes, absolutely. And the best part about our guests, I think, is my favorite part, is that we're always in different states, which is the most awesome part, because tonight's guest is all the way in Denver, Colorado, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, I still haven't been to Colorado. I need to figure out how to get there. Oh my God, you must. It's so beautiful there. So beautiful. It's like a postcard. It really is. Um, But uh, with no further ado, we have Sydney. Um, She has joined the podcast. Sydney, say hello to the messy listener. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Welcome, Sydney. Well, thanks for having me tonight, guys. (laughs) Thank you for being here with us. Um, Can you give us a little introduction about yourself and kind of what you do and how did you, are, are you from Denver? Did you grow up there? Tell us a little bit more. Yeah, so um, currently I am a student. I'm just kind of, I'm actually going out to New York this fall to study um, fashion at the Fashion Institute of Technology. So fashion is currently like, you know, I would say more than a hobby of mine at this point. I would say it's a passion. And so um, I love to share that with you know people around me people that know me and it's all about you know I like to show my showcase my outfits because that's something that means a lot to me and it's more of you know an art form to me because you know picking out outfits and curating a specific style to your individual self is something that has been really important to me for most of my life and it's something that you know I like to share with a lot of people and so yeah right now I'm just really into, you know, sharing my style and my fashion with, you know, people that follow me, the world, whatever it might be. And yes, I grew up in Denver, um, so I'm from the area. I haven't, you know, this will be my first big endeavor and adventure by myself, so I'm really looking forward to it. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way, for getting into that school. That's a really big deal. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a major fashion school if i remembered yeah. from the hills if you guys ever watched the hills. <laughs> oh my god you love hills. <laughs> yeah it's it's a big one it's a big deal school so congratulations on that that's yeah, like yeah. a major step forward yes thank um, you so into much. the industry and so tell us about kind of like you grew up in in denver and um leaving denver for the first time to new york which is major differences if you haven't been to new york 
it's a I different... I mean, have you ever been? Have you visited? Uh, yeah, I've visited before. You know, I wanted to make sure that it's something that will be a good fit to me because it's not something for everyone, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. sure. So, yeah, so I've visited, <laughs> and I'm just really excited to get out there because, you know, there's, a like, an immense difference between the, you know... Like, the cultural aspects or just the day-to-day life of, you know, from Denver to New York. So, I'm just excited to experience something really different and experience something that is going to be one of those things that I look back later on life and it's like a big stepping stone to where I end up. Right. Oh, for sure. What's the fashion difference between, or what's the fashion like in Denver? So, what's the fashion scene like? So, the fashion scene in Denver is very casual. It's very, like, earthy. You know, we have different sort of selections. So, in Denver, you're going to have a little bit more of, like, the um, New York type of vibe. It's going to be a little bit more dressy. It's going to be a little bit more trendy. And then you have places like Boulder um, that's going to be a little bit more hippie, so to say, (laughs) you know. And so, there's a lot of different styles, but it mainly comes down to being a little bit more casual, a little bit more behind the trends that are going on on, you know, the East and the West Coast. So that's always been a little bit difficult for me trying to, you know, fit my, and I'm not about fitting in, but just trying to have a style that, you know, people are going to understand and they don't really in Denver. So that's why I'm excited to be out in New York to have people who understand that. Right. Not, Not to stereotype or to say that certain people from certain locations, um, look a certain kind of way, but you know, when you think of Denver, you automatically think that it's a colder state, so people are more bundled up, and, like, the colors are more neutral, and people wear things that are more for the the, the effect of being warm than looking stylish, so... I don't know when you see an individual like yourself. By the way, you guys need to check out her IG because she's super interesting and the and pictures super, are yeah, amazing. <laughs> really cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, and like you, you have like colored hair and like you wear funky clothes. Like you, you, you're really unique. You know what I mean? So I can imagine in Denver, you must have stood out. Yeah, and you know I don't aim my style to be standoutish. It's just how it's kind of always been, but it's something that you know, along with growing up, it's really made me realize a few things. And it's just one of those things that I realize now that I don't want to fit in. I don't have to fit in. I don't need approval from other people on what I wear, how I look, what I'm into. And I think that growing up in Denver, you know, and I'm lucky to at least it's Denver because, you know, there's people who have these sort of interests and similar styles to me that grow up in smaller areas, you know, like, farm towns in Illinois and stuff like that so I'm not ungrateful for you know the life that I live here because it's awesome it's so much fun but um it's just really made me realize that I don't need approval from other people I don't need anyone to really understand where I'm coming from as far as my style I just like to wear what I like to wear and you know if that doesn't if people don't understand that I'm very okay with that right but the I look, it's that. obviously working because, um, for example, my personal favorite outfit, I'm not sure if you if you bought this or if you, you made this happen with somebody else, but that blue outfit you have that's like a has like a transparent in the middle and it's like a dress. It's so beautiful. I love oh, it. Th- thank you so much. Is that is that something that you that you found like at a thrift store? Because this is so unique. Um, no, I actually find a lot of my clothes online. Um, a lot of people, you know, I like to shop at places like Forever 21 and stuff like that just because 
I think it's really important that people realize that, you know, you can still find a lot of good pieces at common stores for lower prices. It's just right. all about how you put them together, you know? And so I like to shop a lot at, like, Nasty Gal, which is where I got that blue dress from, and, you know, Zara and ASOS, a lot of places online that are pretty popular to people who yeah. like to shop. So it's just all about, you know, finding what works for you and then making that into your own specific style. Right. Have you ever styled someone? Um, yeah, I like to do that, actually. I like to, I do that with my friends pretty often. And I, I mainly do it with myself when I do, you know, shoots with other people and stuff because a lot of people like to collaborate with me to get, you know, a lot of outfit shots. So... I like to do that mainly with myself, but I'm hoping to get more into that as I move forward in the industry. Is that your next direction, you think, styling, or is it more designing, especially with um, school coming up at the Fashion Institute, uh, or, right, Fashion Institute yes. of Technology? <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> um, what's your kind of goals after that, or like, you know, is it more into the styling aspect, the designing, a little bit of both? Yeah, I hope to really be able to do, um, I'm not so much in design, into designing because if you knew me at all, I can't sew to save my life. I can't, <laughs> I can't work a sewing machine. I can't hand sew. I can't do any of that stuff. So I really hope, you know, that I can, I like to write. So I hope to maybe, you know, make my own magazine one day or I hope to be How like, awesome. Yeah, to be a writer helping a um, editor-in-chief of a magazine or, you know, help in a styling direction on sets of different things because that's something that's always been of interest to me and I hope to you know one day live out that passion yeah because definitely your blog as I was reading kind of your breakdown of like your faves or kind of different aspects of um, fashion week in Paris Mm -hmm. you kind of you do some great writing you really broke down a lot of the pieces or your favorite ones that stood out so thank you I can definitely see that (laughs) yeah and I honestly think you have a a good taste you can't teach taste um and i i can see it all over you have very good taste and um if anyone is even looking for a person to get styled for a photo shoot you need to hit up sydney because it's fire i'm not even saying <laughs> that because she's on the show like she really has really good taste oh um, thank you so much no nah, seriously now i see that you guys have this uh in, on the actual blog i see also you guys have uh, a, a fashion boot camp Yes, or a fashion camp in Denver. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, so this is catered, um, you know, towards people who are interested in style, and it's been a big hit for the past few years. Um, I work with a company called Fashion Denver, and it's really just about being creative, expressing who you want to be, and it, you know, can come from a young age. It can start when you know these people are kids, which is really interesting to see as well, because I see a lot of kids at these types of camps that are really excited to to just be working with fashion they hope to you know grow up and pursue that which might not always be the case but you know it's as a young person to already be started and interested in this field is exciting for me to see as uh you know someone who's a little bit older than some of the people in this camp and so I really try to facilitate and like to really guide and you know show the reason why I am so into fashion as well and try to help them you know find that passion that they might already have and just how to you know curate it and pursue it awesome so when you go there you guys teach people how to be stylish I'm, I mean um, just so it's more just you know 
it's more just letting people be creative you know like we do some designing aspects of it we do some like learning how to um style pieces together so it's not necessarily you know learn teaching people how to be stylish but it's helping them bring out their inner style and their inner fashion very cool yeah thank you what are your some of your like style icons or like or people you kind of not look up to but you know kind of be like oh I like that look or like how you feed off of it were like on Instagram or of like certain celebrities or anything like that yeah so I like um I so I'm not someone who really is good at taking other people's outfits and making them into my own I really find you know my inspiration for my outfits like within myself I you know I'll go into my closet and I'll stare at something for you know I'll stare at my closet for a while and I'll try on a bunch of different combinations so I have a hard time like there's people that inspire me with their style online but I have a hard time you know saying that I have celebrity style icons just mm-hmm. because I just I don't know I don't I'm bad at finding inspiration from other people's looks just because I don't know I never can do it the same as them and so I like to be my own self in that sort of aspect but I like um a lot of like I wouldn't say celebrities I would just say people that I see on Instagram that are really into fashion and that's clear there's a Mm -hmm. lot of people you know and I really follow like a lot of designers and their pages as opposed to like people and their outfits yeah I think yeah I think that that's really like I'm just I love seeing what new stuff comes out and how that can really inspire the way that I progress my style as well you know so I would say I just like I'm more into designers so I like um Alex Studio and I like um Alexander Wang and I like his new collection that he just put out I like uh now of course I'm blanking on all of the people that I like <laughs> no but you're naming some awesome people though <laughs> yeah so I just like I think it's more for me about following designers and their brands as opposed to people just because I feel like that's more of the way that I gain inspiration as opposed to looking right. at other people's outfits by the way there's an Alexander Wang shirt and my friends know this at work that I have been obsessed with and it's just a t-shirt mm-hmm. obsessed with and I've been <laughs> wanting to buy it and I just can't pull the trigger you just got it sometimes you just <laughs> that have it's to in the, the cart <laughs> <laughs> it is just in the cart sitting there and I was like I really want this. I, I think really you want should this. Just, just go for it. You know, <laughs> I, that's how I do with shopping. I'm very, you know, impulsive almost in that sense. I just, if there's something that I see and I enjoy, I'm going to buy it because why not? Why not? <laughs> I get it. I there's get some it. things with fashion that make you feel that way. Like, yeah. ooh, I just want that dress. You know what? I'm just going to have the dress. Yeah. Or I want those shoes. And, and I'm, I'm a very strong it. believer how sometimes you're not out to buy the item, but then you bump into it and you're like, I got to get this. I'm a strong believer in that because you never regret that specific thing you pick up when you're not shopping. Because yeah, it, it, it ends up being perfect. Like, it ends up being absolutely perfect because you find it naturally. I love it. Yeah. Or it's like when you don't have money, you see everything that you want and need. <laughs> that and when, be more true. <laughs> and when you do have money and you're like, ooh, I'm going to go shopping, there's absolutely nothing. That right? is so, that's the worst. And that is so true. And that happens to me more often than not believe it. I'd be yeah. like, oh, today's a shopping day. And I'll come back with nothing in hand. That is so funny and so true because I relate to that so much. <laughs> 
that's and that's why online shopping um I have a mixed feelings about online shopping what are your thoughts on that because for me I still kind of like to see in person the stuff I don't like the whole trouble of like trying and not and I know a lot of the places you named were online stores yeah yeah but I think it, it really has to also do if you shop there often it helps yeah, yeah. No, I'm, that's true I'm, I'm like a very avid online shopper. I That's like all I do really because I think, you know, especially living in the area that I do, it's the same few shops, you know, in every single mall. They don't have, you know, what New York or LA or Miami and stuff like that do. They don't have like those individual boutiques that carry really um, like individual pieces and stuff right. like that so I really look online that's like the main arena that I shop in but I do agree sometimes it can be tricky because not you know you see something on someone else and it looks great and then you get it and it's not for you it just doesn't fit you right it doesn't look right it wasn't what you envisioned it to be and sometimes that can really suck because you know when you try something on in the store and it's not what you envisioned it to be at least yeah. you just put it back or the mistake of buying things that were made in China. Yeah. <laughs> it always yeah. backfires. It's like, what size is this? Like, yeah. I don't even oh, yeah. know what is this. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I actually shop online at a few um, Chinese wholesalers, which it's a hit or a miss for me. But I get a lot of my clothes off of there. And a lot of people, you know, are always asking where those pieces are from. So, like... Um, to name one, AliExpress. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I've heard of AliExpress. Yeah. Yeah. I shop on that all the time. And it, you know, it fails me sometimes, but then that's not that big of a loss because it's, it's inexpensive. Yeah. yeah. But then when you find something that's a total hit, it's just the greatest thing in the world. Mm, that's a takeaway. We're definitely going to keep that one. That's yeah, awesome. I, I recommend it like 100%. <laughs> Who does your makeup? You do your own makeup? Yes, I do my own makeup. Wow, that's a skill. You have beautiful makeup and all of your pictures. Do, do, you, do you color your own hair too? No, I get my hair done. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you do everything. That's amazing. <laughs> no, yeah, I really, I've been involved in like, or, you know, interested in the makeup arena now for like a bunch of years lately. I've been on the more natural trend, but before I was really involved in makeup, I just think it, it along with fashion and hair, it's like its own art form, and it's just really fun to play around with different looks, different colors, and you know, at the end of the day, it's something that you take off, so it's so fun to experiment and be completely out there and, and innovative with any look that you do. I love that. Did you shout out, shout out your Instagram name? I don't think we caught that. I don't know if everyone... Um, if we've mentioned that before, so make sure everyone knows how to follow you, where to find you, um, more info on you. All right. So my Instagram is at Sydney Scrolla, S-Y-D-N-E-Y-S-C-A-R-O-L-A. I love it. And I heard you have a messy story for us. Yeah. Share with us something that you may have learned in your endeavors, in your journey to being the best stylist in the U.S. <laughs> so... Um, I wouldn't really say that, but... Um, <laughs> we put it into existence. Yeah, you got to speak Thank it, girl. You. Yeah, no, I totally... I think that that law is nothing but the truth. But yeah. so, anyways, I think just something that I've experienced a lot from attending a lot of events, you know, fashion weeks and um, fashion events that have happened in Denver is just, you know, one time I had talked with someone online, you know, quote-unquote what you could call an influencer in Denver, and, you know, we had spoken to each other a few different times. We, you know, we had a good amount of interactions and they were all positive, you know, talking online. It was very like, 
hey girl how's everything going i love your outfit pictures you know very back and forth like that in a positive manner and i see her at one of these events and i go up to her and it's like she doesn't even know who i am you know and so to me that was at the time in the moment that was kind of disheartening because it was something where we showed a mutual respect for each other, a mutual like understanding for what we both love to do, and that was centered around fashion and that type of industry. But you know, when I think about something like that, it's just the lesson that I took away from that is that you know everyone in this industry is kind of like back and forth. It's irreplaceable. It's very quickly moving, yeah. and there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that are very fake. And I, you know, I knew that before going into this because that's just how every every single industry is but right. there's going to be people that aren't going to want to see you be successful and you know I tried to t- I, t- I talked to her and I'm like hey we talked online a few times like if you don't remember I'm Sydney and she's like no I have no idea who you are you know being around a bunch of different people and I'm like well that's weird because we talked <laughs> a few times online and she's like I'm sorry I just I can't remember right now and you that's, know that's ugly behavior that's not nice it is because you have to be nice to everyone in this type of and I don't I don't say you have to be nice to everyone in this industry but it's good too because you never know who's going to end up having your back and who's going to want to see you fail and so being nice to everyone is just something that I take as a takeaway in any situation because I want people to cheer on my successes just as I know that they want me to do the same right True. Especially if you're saying in Denver that it's, it's kind of like a smaller circle when it comes to this type of interest, right? Yeah, it's it's a way smaller circle. And so, you know, a lot of different quote-unquote influencers know each other, know of each other because it is it is a smaller circle. It's a smaller niche. And so that type of behavior is just, I think it's cruel. I think it's ugly. And I think that it's not going to get you very far because, you know, you're pushing down different people who only want to help raise you up. Right. But that's good that you learned that now while you're in your hometown because when you get to New York, you have to be ready. Oh, 100%. Because one thing I know about people from Denver is that you guys are sweet. Like, normally, very sweet. And you guys usually um, go into a situation with a very friendly attitude because that's just the way it is. That's the culture there. And, you know, in... In, if you're seeing that people are already kind of two-faced when it comes to fashion in Denver, I'm sure that you're going to experience that at a higher magnitude in New York. Oh, yeah, and I totally agree. And yeah. that's something that I already knew, you know, going into and being in this type of industry. But it's just sad to actually see that happen just because I'm always someone who just wants to see people's successes, especially people that are in the same industry as me, just because I know that it's hard to be in this type of arena, in this type of field, because so many different people are trying to make it. You know, it's a very, like, competitive field. And so I'm always trying to cheer on people that I know. And so, you know, to hear and be around a situation like that was, you know, it's disheartening to see because... I only wished her the best, and so, you know, that makes me, like, you know, I am not in contact with her, I don't want anything to do with her, and so I hope she's not around in my in my future when, you know, I'm having my successes. But I promise she'll be watching. <laughs> oh, I she agree. definitely yeah. will be. <laughs> I promise she'll be watching. 
But no, but we really appreciate you sharing your insight and, and actually speaking to us. I think we have a very special moment. I think that you being on our podcast is one of the history, one of the interviews that are going to down in history because I have a strong feeling that this is not going to be the end of your journey. I think you're going to make it very far. And oh, I think you. it's exciting that we get to speak to people at this stage. It's really awesome. Um, and we also think that yeah, we would love uh, to hear what people from Denver think. You know, we don't really hear much from Denver sometimes. So it'll be really cool to hear what you guys have to say about Sydney and about what it's like. And, you know, is it true that the influencers are a little bit, you know, snotty? You know, just anything. We just <laughs> want to have an interaction with you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to what people here have to say as well. And we definitely wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors with school um, at the Fashion Institute of Technology. That's exciting. And I'm excited to continue to watch you grow um, in your field in the area that you love. But oh, thank you guys you. are so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> we love putting positive future um, thoughts out there, things that are going to happen, things that are front. So that person who, that other in, uh, influencer that kind of acted funny or whatever way that they were, um, it's kind of see what they're going to miss out on because you have to be careful who you cross paths with at times and how you interact with others and how you talk to those, you know, can have a huge impact on what the future looks like for yourself um, and for that other person as well. So, you know, your future is looking great and you're moving on. And so I hope you really enjoy and love New York. Yeah. That's another experience as well. You guys are so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us for sure. And tell the people once again, how to find you, where to follow you and all that other great stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Follow me on Instagram. Like I uh, said before, it's at Sydney Scrolla, S-Y-D-N-E-Y-S-C-A-R-O-L-A. And um, I'll be sure to hopefully hear from some people that I know in Denver as well. So thank you guys so much for having me on. I had so much fun. Yeah. Don't you have a YouTube channel as well? Oh, yeah. I have a YouTube channel. It's just my name, Sydney Scrolla, as well. And I haven't uploaded recently, but I hope to get back into it. I like to do a lot of lookbooks and, like, cinematic type of lookbooks, uh, fashion-related. Very cool. Thank you again, Sydney. Well, that was nice. I loved Wasn't having that. Wasn't she sweet? She is super sweet. <laughs> Definitely reminds me of the hills um, or what is the other show? Laguna Beach-ish. Oh, my God. Because when I going to all those shows. I love those shows. But it just, when they go to the, anyone mentions that school, that's all I think of is like how mm-hmm. Lauren and Whitney worked at Vogue. Oh, just the whole thing. It's just amazing. I know. And it's, it's crazy how they all have that like soft tone. When they speak, <laughs> it's like part of being a fashionista. Like she's going to make a, soft a huge impact just because she's very soft-spoken. She's going to yeah. make a huge impact. So that's awesome to have someone who's like a, a person in that industry who's very just more into the layers part of it, right? Like more right. into the the breaking down and her writing and things like that. Like that's a whole different part of the fashion industry that people don't pay attention to. Right. And it's a really big part of the fashion industry, actually. Major. Like, more critique-ish, right? Like, she's yeah. she's focused on the writing, and if you read her writing, it's very nice. And it's more on the critique-ish side of, like, she's talented. how things she's are layered talented. in peace. So, very talented. And shout-outs to Sydney for joining us um, yeah. and sharing her story. And now we're going to get down to the mess. Because <laughs> we always have to tell it the best. <laughs> and I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. And this kind of goes hand in hand with what Sydney's situation was almost. Um, but more about how people 
interact with others or how they behave towards others and how they kind of accept critiques and things like that. And recently, well, what are your thoughts on Nicki Minaj in the past, I guess, well, overall from the start of her career to now? Are you a, let's, let's a Nicki fan yeah. or are you a, are you a Barb or are you just a, uh, well, okay. a, a, a listener? <laughs> I never would consider myself a Barb. That was not something I ever claimed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that... Um, you know how everybody's like, you know, a member of the Beehive or the Barty Gang or whatever. I think it's super cute that, you know, people do that and they do the hashtags and it's whatever internet shit. Really cool. But me personally, I love music, but I don't go in that deep. You know what I mean? But Nikki, uh, what I liked about Nikki when she first came out is that she was unique at that time. So I feel like at that time it was it was interesting to see. Uh, animated character that was spitting decent because Safari was writing for her. And <laughs> Jeez. you know what I mean? I mean, it, we it's know. just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So then, um, and also, you know, she had a big butt and like that really like opened up a lot of opportunities for a lot of girls with big butts. So it's like, you know, I, I come from that tribe. So it's like, you know, shout out to girls with big butts. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because before that, it, was, it wasn't it was really as accepted. Let's be honest here. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, people you know, were Nikki, bugging out Nikki, over J-Lo before that. Just about right. J-Lo. And now it's yeah. like, J-Lo, please. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> J-Lo can't keep up with all these other bitches that have booties. Exactly. So it's just like, you know, it's cool. And like, she kind of did that. That was cool. I really enjoyed um, her first couple of albums that were entertaining. Um, but with Nikki, like after I heard her album once, I didn't go back. You know what mm. I'm saying? And I like, listened to it three years, the three year ago album, and I'm listening to it now. Like I wouldn't say that. However, as time has progressed, she's really good at giving us a hit. And um, I like the hit, and the hit is cool, and it's like female power hit, cool. Like she's a beast, and she's saying funny shit, and the punchlines with the sports metaphors are pretty cool. Especially if you um, know but- that stuff. Especially if that's like your wheelhouse of like knowing what she's saying and kind of catching on um kind of what east coast references of like new york Mm -hmm. and like certain things like that like that kind of and that personality too that's very east coast kind of like you know she's the girl of the guys kind of thing kind of out there yeah right okay continue that was that now i'm not gonna lie i think that it was a really bad move to even stoop down to try to compete with cardi i think that that was a really bad move because she was already not the hottest at this time and like then to like kind of have this room i don't know who started it i don't know if they did it just to, for publicity but i don't think it was a good move because i feel like ever since that got bigger and bigger like her popularity declined so much i i think she paid attention and so when we get into the story of what recently happened this shows you that she pays too much attention to what people are saying because that cardi beef wasn't like cardi's just saying cardi never said shit Right? From my right. understanding, like, there was any, if we were wrong, tag us in it, whatever. But from my understanding, Cardi never said anything bad about Nikki. She's just another girl, just like us, who knows the verses to Nikki's songs. Right? Like, it wasn't, she never said anything negative about her. And I think Nikki kind of takes that, like, when, or looks like, you know, she saw that Cardi was getting bigger and people kept mentioning and putting the beef together themselves. And she actually fell into that. Yeah. Right. Right. She can't resist herself. Yeah. Like people talking. And yes, Cardi took her hairstylist because we can tell the difference between the hairstyles now. If y'all haven't told, <laughs> pay attention. Oh, gosh. Anyways. um. So what else? 
was that your ending? Sorry. Well, that, I mean, I mean, it's not really much. I'm not. I don't think that it's over for her, but I think that it's gonna be over for her if something doesn't change quick. You know what I mean? And it's like I'm. I just don't. You know what I don't like either. Like I can tell that she's not a nice person. And, like, I don't like people that are not nice. Like, you could be a lot of things. You could be antisocial. You could be to yourself. You could not fuck with niggas. Whatever. But when you are, like, a mean girl, like, I don't like that. And I think that Nikki kind of comes across like a mean so girl. So she's not a girl's girl. I, no, I don't I don't see her that way. I, I don't see her that way. I don't think I've ever thought about seeing her in that way. But as you say that, I'm, like, 50-50 on it. Um, and this goes into a great segue as to what happened recently. And I'll give you my little 10 cents on Nikki. I feel mostly the same way as you were. I knew the music. I didn't run back and play the songs. I know the songs. Like if you mm-hmm. tell me, if you tell me to, to rap, uh, starships or whatever, or boom, 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 what is the song? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Super bass. <laughs> yes, I know the super lyrics to super bass. That's a karaoke song for the gold. If you want to win, but <laughs> like, <laughs> But I never gravitated to her as like a Missy, like Missy Elliott. Right? Oh come on, not even nowhere near that. Okay, yeah, I get, Do you get it. Like, and if you look at creativity, like Nikki was creative in the things that she did. Because I'm not such a girly girl, Barbie ish kind of girl. That may have been one of the reason I didn't gravitate to it too much. But I was more in like the N- Nikki uh, Missy's creativeness is a whole nother level of creative. Right? Like, yeah. it's a whole other outside-the-box kind of deal. So that's one. Um, and she doesn't look like a girl's girl. Or she doesn't come off as a girl's girl either. And that's cool. Like, not everybody's a girl's girl kind of, kind of thing. More more girls sometimes like to hang with the guys because they don't want to deal with bitches anyways. Right? Like, you just don't want them in but your But that's circle. okay. And that's cool. That doesn't cool. mean you got to be mean. You know, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah. That too. So, down the line, like, I realized as I got older, and Nikki's in our age range right right so there's things where people have to grow with their music we mentioned think of someone Kanye well no no (laughs) no I'm trying to think of someone who Drake and I'm just gonna say it's another male but whatever that's someone who has grown with his music and grown with us so the trajectory of what we were in our 20s we can right. if you go back to that music be like that was our 20s right like oh like you're thinking about six different people and blah 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 and you're whatever the life you're living and you're growing and then now the message is about how much you love or, one whatever or even um beyonce i can say that beyonce. beyonce was a pop singer yes and now she's just become an artist like exactly. she creates art it's about the growth and i think mm-hmm. nikki has not grown with herself and with us and maybe that may be because of the meek thing. That may be because of a whole different other layers. But she has not. We saw her slowly going into a change of a grown woman. Remember when she used to only wear her black hair? Yeah. And there was a time frame. We thought that was the growing part. And then it went right back to the colored hair. Which is right. cool. But at the same time, like it went back to the Barbie thing. Right? Lady Gaga. That's the one. Lady Gaga. Extra as hell. Wearing a meat dress. Blood everywhere right, at the VMAs, right. and then trajectory just slowly, as a woman, has she grew up, grew into her womanhood, and grew up to her to what she is now. And her fans continued with her. Right, Nikki, I think, has lost the people because she has not continued to grow with them. Does that make sense? That's a very good observation. So, a couple weeks ago, this was uh, June twenty ninth. 
And a writer by the name of Juana, um, and this is at Juana's World, wrote, you know what would be, oh, this is after Chung Lee and, oh, that Ariana Bed song. And you can tell the record label or whomever is putting in a lot of money, people. There's yeah. a lot of money going into this stuff. There is. And Ariana is like a pop sensation. So that was all just strategy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can see when the strategy is being done. You know? Oh, 100, the, the, the marketing strategy is on a yeah. hundred. But there's a lot. Like these videos were a lot. Um, that Ariana Grande collab and pushing that and trying to push that down us was a lot. Chung Lee and what's the other song? Um, that other, yeah, I know what you're talking they about. Were the good. They were good. Did. They were okay, but they didn't mm-hmm. hit. They didn't stick. It, it's okay. You know what I'm but saying? They didn't it's stick. part of the mix in a party, right? Exactly. And then she, and then the album was pushed back to August or whatever. Anyways, Juana's World writes, you know how dope it would be if Nikki put out mature content? No silly shit. Just reflecting on past relationships, being a boss, hardships, etc. She's touching 40 soon. A new direction is needed. I don't see anything wrong with what this girl said, by the way. With that, and that's simple criticism. I don't even think that was Mm -hmm. harsh criticism. Right? It wasn't. It wasn't. And literally she wrote what I thought without me even writing it. And I thought that before any of this happened. Right? Like, wasn't that like, right? It's about growth. So seeing people mature. And I'm not trying to play uh, Wana at Wana's world, by the way, um, if you guys want to follow her, because she deserves a follow. Oh, 100% um, after what I read. Yeah, absolutely. But my thing is, um, who is Wana for Nikki to be wasting her time with? Like, I'm not even trying to play Wana. I'm just saying, girl, you famous. Like, why do you even care? There is a small connection between Wana and Nikki. But I'm not sure. I haven't really gotten the deep dive of it. From my understanding, she was an intern for Karen Civil. Karen Civil did a lot of older and previous marketing strategies and is a good friend of Nikki's. But I don't think an intern needs to hurt your feelings as to as much as what Nikki does next. Right. Okay. Um, So Nikki's sends this girl a DM. A DM. Okay. So she in her messages. Yeah, she's ridiculous. So when you're, and this is what Nikki says, when your ugly ass was 24, you were pushing 40. I'm 34. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, you were pushing 30. I'm 34. I'm pushing 40. LOL. And what does that have to do with my music? Eat a dick. You hating ass hoe. Got the nerve to have Trini flag on on your page. You must not have heard the pink print or pills and potions. Bed of lies. Save me. My recent feature with Alicia Keys, Tasha Cobbs. Just to say you jealous, I'm rich, famous, intelligent, pretty, and go. But wait, leave my balls. Tired of you sucking them. And then, 10 minutes later, Nikki comes back and says, I dropped my album almost four years ago. My bad, I'm 35. So at 31, how about you get like me? Why don't you ask me to help you get rich? Been on top and I ain't going nowhere, ho. And then a whole bunch of smiley faces. And a whole which like H O O O. I just don't think that Nikki needed to respond to this person. I don't care if she was an intern for Oprah. Like, I think that you need to not respond to people's opinions. Like, that's her opinion. Like, she 
is a listener and a consumer of music, and she thinks that Nikki's content is not age appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> that's but it, that's it's true. Just, my God, like it's just like she had to go nuts like that on this girl. Like that was too much. That was a little bit, yeah, like. That was a little much. And poor Juana was then attacked by all these Barbies and all these children who call themselves fans um, because no grown adult is acting that way, attacking people on their social media, calling the names and sending them death threats over some artists. I mean, I hope not. Like, that would be insane. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. If you're over 30 That's and crazy. you're doing that, you need help. But... Well, no one should be sending death threats. No. Let's, let's put that PSA That's one. There. Yeah. Nikki, to go off on this with this girl, she's butthurt for other things for butthurt for knowing that this girl is probably is more than likely right you're not writing content that is age appropriate connecting us or keeping up with who were your fans yeah right that's it and it's not only that like you know how there's a there's a thin line between like hoish and sexy yes you see what i'm saying and i feel like a lot of stuff that she does sometimes comes across hoish and I'm not a really big fan of that. Like, I'm all about sexy women and girls looking good and showing off your beauty and all of that. But it's like sometimes I felt like it was just over-sexualized with Nikki. And I don't think she needs to behave that way. In my opinion, I feel like she's already at a caliber in her career that she doesn't need to behave the way she does. Does that make sense in any way? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like you've... you've- you've strived and you push and you've reached a level of certainty that you don't need to act how you were before you grow out of it you change yourself out of it you create new habits you direct yourself in a different manner now here's the other part that i thought about cardi calls people bitches and hoes and things like that but her clapback isn't about degrading you It'd be more like, bitch, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> or like, bitch, do mm-hmm. you know who I, like, how hard I've worked for blah, 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 and this and this. This is Nikki just like, literally, I felt a little bit more degrading. Like, right. I'm intelligent, I'm rich, I'm better than you, you ugly ass, blah, 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 blah. It was a little bit, and you DM'd her. So you didn't make it public, and that's the other catch. You didn't sit there and under her tweet write this. You personally sent this to her. But my thing is, if you have to tell people your list of accolades nothing's wrong with the argument already nobody goes into the damn like, songs <laughs> i can't i can't come into an argument into a room and say you know what i gotta prove a point now i deserve let's keep it in normal terms like humans like us like normal people mm-hmm. i deserve this promotion at work and then they're like looking at you like why you know what i'm saying and then you gotta remind everybody about what you do nah honey you don't deserve the promotion like they should know already what's up you know what i'm saying like it's just it's just that simple your like, credibility you speaks to, for itself or your exactly, work speaks for you, itself exactly if you're gonna sit here and you and now you have to remind people like she named songs that i hadn't even heard um, i'm not even gonna lie songs that i have not we talked about revisiting things songs we have not revisited right that we don't sit there and go back to like oh play that pills and potions by Nicki minaj that's not a hit i just i don't know that was such a weak move like that's not that's not how bosses move. And I feel like she's she's telling you, honey, you're supposed to be a boss by now. And I don't feel like that was a boss move. Yeah. I th- but I, That was not a boss my move. My favorite part is, like, imagine if she wrote adult content. Like, that's, that's like, mature content. Mm-hmm. Your audience has grown. Grow with your audience. Mature content. 
Justin Timberlake has grown with his audience, mature content, right? That's I mean Beyonce. Who else? Adele. Like people have right. grown right. with them, and I think that that Nicki Minaj has enough. I'm sure that she wants to keep a lot of things to herself, but she has gone through enough life-changing moments for her to get a little emotional on her music in a more like I'm as a woman like this is my this is how I've grown type of reflection type of approach for her music she could do that she's at a stage that it's not like oh little girl please what you talking about no like this person can sit here and, and give a real good perspective and be a very a lyrical play on words that's going to really make people think like she has the ability to create an album of that nature because she's been through enough to make that happen and i feel like she she got too desperate with doing the cover of the paper magazine in a very raunchy way just to get attention oh i remember Um, that we talked about that didn't we yeah and we we weren't feeling it even back then i remember i remember your reaction was like yes oh my god i so remember I it remember that. I remember, I like literally just right now, I completely forgot about that. And I remember your reaction. And I remember you saying it was disgusting. Like you did not like it at yeah. all. Mm-mm. It wasn't. And I, and I'm not an uptight person. I just no. don't like, and it's like, I'm not trying to act like I'm on our guest's level like Sydney, but I really like fashion. Like I'm one of those people I like clothes. I like to shop. Like. And I'm one of those women that even when I was bigger, smaller, it doesn't matter. Like, I like to shop and I like clothes and all that. That's how I am. And I'm an online shopper and I like to look at, you know, Victoria's Secret runway shows. And I, I used to watch Fashion Police. Like, I like stuff like that. So I also know that when people do editorials, the pictures are a little bit more risque. Or like when you do the Rolling Stone cover, it's a little bit more, you know, rock and roll. Like, you know, you just from being an American, you know, stuff. Vogue is like, you know, the, the Bible. So it's like... If we all know that, I feel like that was in poor taste and that wasn't smart. Yeah. I don't know. No, I definitely feel you. And it's, I think it's about, yeah, it's about mature content. Like, you're not pushing for the 16-year-olds anymore. And if you are, continue doing the path that you're going. Um, and I guess we'll see what the new album looks like or sounds like. It was pushed back. Um, and she's had a lot of weird instances where, did you see, like, the video that she posted about her opening Chanel bags? or gifts boxes and everyone's like it was weird it was super weird and she put a new song recently just today and i don't even listen to this kid that six nine kid from brooklyn with the rainbow yeah. hair the song was okay i was like i need to revisit it because <laughs> i'm not too sure <laughs> i don't know how yeah. i feel about it and she keeps doing the same every word rhymes or back to back rhyme, and i think we've grown out of that as well it was cute in 2010 in my opinion. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's, I don't know. I, you know what? I hope Nikki proves everybody wrong. Yeah. And I hope this album is fire. And I hope that she takes back her, her position because at the end of the day, she has earned her position. So yes. I really hope that she shuts everybody up. Please. Cause if you don't, honey, it's, it's fucking curtains for you, honey. Curtains. <laughs> it might be a wrap. You might need to hang mm-hmm. up the wig and just, move along so best of luck to nikki shout out to wanda's world wanda's world i'm sorry um for that tweet that we all agree with if you're an adult woman you agree with this 
and what she said. So shout outs to her for just saying what y'all thinking. And probably most of us already wrote and tweeted out loud. So <laughs> shout outs to her. Um, let us know your thoughts and opinion on Nicki Minaj and kind of on the artist level. We're talking about criticism on the artist space um, as presenting herself and what she's bringing to the table in the music of hip hop. I'll also pull up a poll on our Instagram stories and let us know what you think about that new song, any of the new songs. Are you feeling any of these that came out? That Ariana Grande was being pushed and pushed in my face. I watched the video. I got nothing. So... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being for real. There was pieces oh, you know of it what? that just didn't Speaking do it for me. Ariana Grande. Oh. Um, shout out to Cadence, one of our guests. Yes. Um, sh- yes, her song made it to the album. It shout did. Out to Cadence. Shout out to yeah. her. See, that was a Messy Mondays exclusive, ladies and gents. <laughs> Cadence, the yeah. producer, was on here. Songwriter, singer, the everything. And we show you that we have people on this show who are going to elevate out there. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout. Always for what Sydney's Messy Money's got going on. Be on the lookout for Sydney, 100%. Yeah. So leave us your comments, questions, suggestions, concerns, and Messy Mondays Pod on Instagram, Messy Mondays Podcast on, t- on Twitter. Um, check out the YouTube channel. Check out, oh, you can email us at messymondayspod at gmail.com. And do you have any going out messages out there? Um, I think that uh, we are approaching our one year anniversary soon yes. and, and hopefully uh, we'll find a way to celebrate it and yes. we want all of you guys to give us suggestions get involved let us know and of course please make sure to uh, contact us if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast if you also just want to recommend someone that should be a good guest that would be awesome if you guys want to talk about a messy story and talk about it and just dive in and dive deep and get crazy you guys can be a guest too you don't have to be popular you don't have to be anything you know what i'm saying it's just about having a conversation ladies and gentlemen and um you can follow myself at s-h-o-m-i underscore e-n-t and marley at love marley underscore that's our names on instagram and you're also going to be seeing that information on the messy mondays podcast instagram where you're always going to get all of our information guys your girl marley for joining us